I'm Linda Van Falkenberg. And I'm Ron Gore. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the, the Co Parent Academy, Academy Podcast. Podcast. We have one of life's great mysteries today, Linda. <laughs> what is child support if for? You're divorced, it is. <laughs> That's right. So this is, uh, I read a post in which mom is asking, what is child support for? Now, she says, please help. Um, I'm trying to see if my position is correct or incorrect. She says, my ex pays me child support around $200 a month for each of our children. And we have looked and looked, but we have no idea how many children she has, at least two. So he pays $400 a month at least for the children total. She says, I use that money for food and rent. Our kids need snow boots this winter. We live in a part of the world that requires snow boots in the winter. I Probably asked a coat, wouldn't you think as well? No. Well, not for their feet. Just saying. <laughs> I asked the ex to pitch in 50% of the cost because he would be using the snow boots when he has the kids as well. And it is a necessity. He refused telling me that he pays child support and I need to take it out of that money. He told the kids he already paid me for the boots <clears throat> because he pays child support. She asks, am I looking at child support wrong? When we got divorced, my attorney told me I can use the money for things the kids need, like housing and food and clothing. I don't have enough to buy all of them all of their clothing. I'm the only parent that buys clothing. In the end, I only have X amount of dollars. But should I be buying all of their clothing first and then rent and food? And that is her Reddit post. So, Linda... You run into this a lot, don't you? <laughs> Just about every case. And a lot of the cases I see, the father is estranged. And so he has quit paying child support a while ago. Right. And so it, and the children have been told, usually in that case by the mother, that he's not paying. And that's why she can't afford to get them the, uh, really expensive tennis shoes they want or something like that. But, um, yeah, exactly. But the, um, the child in this case or the children in this case has been told by father that, uh, he's already paid for the boots and probably anything else they wanted because he pays child support. And I think that is the, the big takeaway from this is quit talking to your children about child support. Exactly. No matter which side of the fence you're on. Right. Like I was trying to visualize how that exchange occurred. The kids come in and say, dad, I need boots for the winter. Mom says you won't get them for us. Right. So that's probably how that conversation started. Right. Um, the question of what child support is for, I think it's the same. I've practiced in Virginia and Oklahoma, and it was the same in two very disparate states. Mm -hmm. The two states are very different or one's a commonwealth. Sorry, right. Virginia. And the issue is, is that child support is the obligation of both parents. So both parents have a, a statutory obligation, not to mention an ethical obligation to care for their kids. And when you have a situation in which the parents are equally having parenting time with the kids, then they're both providing for the same set of essential basic necessities for the kids in terms of housing and food on probably roughly equal levels. 
Um, when you have one parent who has primary custody and the other parent has very limited time, like every other weekend, well, then the parent with primary custody is supporting their children financially because they have them, they're feeding them, they're housing them. Right. And the parent who has the visitation is doing less of that. And so they make up for some of that lack of support by providing direct financial compensation to the parent who has the children more. So it's both parents' obligation. In this case, I think you were looking through the comments and did you find out their parenting time? Yes. Uh, I, I was curious about how many children there were since she used the word each uh, right. to describe the children that, you know, obviously is implies at least two, but I think maybe more than two. But uh, she said they do have about really close to about half time. Um, maybe she has a little bit more by the end of the year. And then um, she also volunteered that she, at the point of the divorce, was making more money than he did by a little bit. So I don't know if she's minimizing the differences there either way or whether um, that was true, but she said now she doesn't. So. So this sounds like a situation with roughly 50-50 physical custody and incomes that are probably fairly close. Right. Um, and he's still paying child support. So I think the answer is what is child support for to provide financially for your children to keep them in as best a situation as you can. And if you can, it's kind of nice to have their living environments not be so totally different to go from you know, lap of luxury on one occasion. And then you're going to a small apartment in a, a rough part of town for, for weekends or whatever, but that doesn't always work out clearly because you right. can't equalize it totally. So the answer in terms of, she asks, should I be buying all of the clothing first and then rent and food? Well, no. I mean, you just have to watch a basic survival show. You right. need, right? What do you, you need? Your water, your shelter, and your food, and a bikini, <laughs> and a bikini. Well, that's Sometimes. true. That's true. I like a tankini myself, just because of the way my body works. But so, yeah, you take care of your rent and your food first, and then for the clothing, you have options. You know, if she doesn't have the cash, and if he can't or won't contribute extra and there's no court order requiring him to, then you hit the goodwill. Mm -hmm. I know you've hit the goodwill in your younger days. Oh, I, yeah, I, I've been in one not that long ago, believe it or not. So now the, I think one of the implications there that I could read between the lines was that she doesn't have enough to buy all of them, all their clothing, which implies that dad provides no clothing at his house. Yeah, she actually says that. She okay. says, I'm the only parent that buys clothing. Okay. And so that may be where a lot of the rub is. It's not just about a pair of snow boots per child. It's about everything. And I would say kind of typically, at least in my population, I see it's it tends to be more often the majority of the clothing is at mom's house and dad will say, even if he does buy something for his house, it winds up at mom's house. Um, and then that can become a whole co-parenting issue in and of itself is where the clothes are that I bought. And <laughs> why can't I get them back? Right. I mean, I think having, if they have roughly equal time, they should each maintain clothing for their children. But what, what winds up happening is kids have favorite clothes. Sure. You know, they want to wear the same outfit. We all do. Right. I mean, I, I notoriously wear exactly the same outfit every day that I'm not in court. I mean, literally the same outfit. 
Just, just because it's easier. I have five of the exact same shirts on hangers Mm -hmm. and I put a different one on every day with the same jeans. You know, some of the smartest, most powerful men in the world do that. And I also do it, (laughs) although I'm not in that category, (laughs) none of those categories. It just, you know, it just makes it easier. And so, but you know, like my son, he has, regardless of the time of year, he's got the sweatpants and the sweatshirt that he wants to wear. And it's going to, you know, and he, and he does the laundry religiously, uh, right when I'm going to bed around eight 30 with the laundry room right next to the bedroom, which is why the laundry room flooded at midnight one time. Oh, that's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good memory. So yeah. And he was doing that because he wanted to watch, he wanted to wear the same outfit again that he had just worn. Right. So you don't have to have an extensive, um, set of clothing for your kids. I think what would be best for these folks is to see if they could try to work together and get each kid a couple outfits that they really like in the snow boots. And they're going to grow out of them. And maybe you can hand me down or maybe you can go get another, but just focus on a few pieces that the kids love and wear over and over and gets to travel back and forth. And then you have some just sort of hang around clothes at each house. Does that make sense to you? Yes. And that's even becoming a thing for us adults that um, will hopefully help with climate change, by the way. <laughs> it's the, too many clothing uh, pieces in everybody's wardrobe. Right. And I, yeah, I saw something in the news where they were showing, I can't remember where it was, but it was like a riverbank or it was somewhere and it was just all this clothing oh, trash piled up. Yes. So yeah, the, minimize the wardrobe. I don't know. What am I doing giving clothing advice? (laughs) This is ridiculous. Anyone who knows me is saying, please stop. You are the last person to give advice on any kind of clothing. I'm sartorially challenged. (laughs) One of the questions I hear the most, uh, especially I think from the fathers, because they're traditionally more the ones to pay child support. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Okay. I agree. Uh, they, They will say... That they feel like there's no control. They have no control over what the child support is used for. And I think that's where this post originally started, you know, that they feel like they're just paying for mom's brand new sports car or something, you know. And they may be, and it's none of their business. You know, what I tell my clients is if you're paying child support, you pay what's ordered. And once it's out of your account into hers, or into his, it's none of your business anymore because she has other payments. You know, you have a bank account and money comes in and money goes out. And each dollar is not specifically allocated for a certain thing. So the child support that a person receives is just adding to the overall pool of resources they have to meet the needs that they have for themselves and for their children. And it's not the business of the parent paying child support to keep track or receive an itemization of how each dollar of child support was, was spent. It's just none of their business. Now, if you have a parent who keeps coming back, who's receiving child support and is perennially saying my children are destitute because I can't provide for them or whatever. And they try to seek additional child support. If a court were to entertain that, which most, most courts wouldn't because typically to my understanding of the jurisdictions I've been in, there are, statutorily presumptive amounts of child support based on incomes. Sure. 
But if that were an issue, then I think that would open it up to, okay, well then where's the money going? Right. Um, but typically it's just not anybody's business and you know, you're not together anymore and it's not a good look, especially for a guy to try to be exerting control over the finances of their ex. Right. That gets us straight into the Duluth power and control wheel, which is not a good idea to be trying to focus on how she spends her money and to think that you have anything to say about how she handles her household. And it is rather obvious if your child states to someone like myself, you know, it's just not fair that mom's spending this much money doing such and so, you know, because obviously that has come from dad. Or the kid's gotten on her Facebook account. Oh, my. And saw her down at mm-hmm. the casino here or on her beach trip with the girls. Yes. I was just thinking that. I know. <laughs> so, and that's, you know, and that's a word of the wise for mom. Moms, dads are quick to say, I've already paid my child support. I don't need to pay anything else. Moms are quick to throw dads under the bus or whoever, vice versa, if it's, you know, alternative. Um, I could get you this. If only their parent would pay child support. It's just too easy to throw the ex under the bus to not when you're not giving your kids something that they want. Right. Which doesn't help anybody. No. And it's just one of those things in the category of uncooperative co-parenting. Yeah. We should have a podcast on uncooperative. We just might come up with that. Uncooperative co-parenting. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about this, this post. I don't like how mom's handling this post. I don't like dad's response. I don't like, I'm just grumpy about this one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's a me problem. (laughs) I should go back to my closet and pick one shirt and one pair of pants to wear and just live my life on my own. (laughs) Somewhere in there, cut it off. (laughs) before I started talking. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you'd like to leave questions, comments, or concerns, please email podcast at coparentacademy.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen.